Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Take2Radio. I'm Pam, your host. I thought we were going to have a full boat today, but unfortunately, Will can't make it, but we do have... David and Candace and Carolyn and Anthony. So we're all set to go, and we're very excited for tonight. Uh, tonight, our very special guest is known as Belle Black Brady on Days of Our Lives. How cool is it to have that name, the BBB woman? <laughs> She's awesome. Say that very fast, Pam. <laughs> right? <laughs> She's also known for her various roles on television and in movies. She has been a part of several successful and award-winning online series, such as The Bay and Winterthorn, both as an actress and producer and as an actress on Ladies of the Lake. So let's go ahead and welcome our special guest, Martha Madison. Welcome, Martha. Hi. Hey. How are you? Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> Very You're nice so excited you're here. Oh, thank oh, you. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we're so yeah. excited. And I know there's a lot of fans out there that are super excited to listen to you tonight because everybody oh. loves you. No, oh, that's so nice. I'm <laughs> Only took about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know. I post things about interviews, and not that they don't get likes or comments or something like that, but, man, they really like you. <laughs> oh, that's mm-hmm. so nice to hear. Thank you. <laughs> Come welcome. on, give us your Sally Field moment. <laughs> right? <laughs> you like me. You really like me. <laughs> and you actually sounded like her, too, so that was a good one. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, I hope you're keeping cool because I know out there in California, it's like a 1,000 degrees. Yeah, we're cooking out here. It's about 104 degrees right now where I am. Um, Wow. Which is not totally unusual, but the fact that it's been this way for so long is really unusual. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I think we have another four or five days of it, and then hopefully we'll get a little break. Well, I'm in Chicago, and we deal with not just heat, but, of course, humidity. But I have to say, and it's been warmer this summer than it's been, but at least yesterday, it was like 
70 degrees during the day. It was like the perfect day, except there was no sun. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> that so, sounds nice to me. <laughs> I would think so. I would think so. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Martha, I'm in Baltimore right now. I'm in Baltimore, Maryland, and we have had rain. So if you yes. want me to send rain to you guys. <laughs> I would I love to have some work. rain. There you go. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send my 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 wishes to you guys to get some rain because I know you guys have had a really bad drought too, right? It's been. We. Oh, I feel like Los Angeles is in a constant state of drought, and we have had a really big fire just north of where I live here yeah. uh, in LA for the last week or so. But you know, a little rain would put it right out. Uh, luckily, it's it's not burning any structures; just a natural wildfire, and hopefully, it will uh, put itself out here soon. Oh, well, that's good because you guys deal with too much of that as well. I mean, it's always something somewhere, you know, but uh, I say, (laughs) and and I, I complain about the weather in Chicago as far as the winters go because I can't stand them. But I'll tell you what, the way it is on the East Coast and on the West Coast, I'm almost glad I'm in the middle. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think you're in a safe zone. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Except for that one time when the big earthquake comes, then I'll be in trouble. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, we had an earthquake here many, like, two, three years ago in Baltimore. Like, we've actually had three wow. earthquakes in Baltimore that I was like, okay, wait a minute. This is not supposed to be happening here right? in Baltimore. Like, what's going on here? And I was, like, I was like, well, at least I have something in common with California now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, we always get started asking our guests pretty much the same question, so we're going to ask you the same as well, and that would be okay. how, when, what, who made you decide to get into the entertainment business, considering it's pretty crazy sometimes. Oh, gosh. That's more well, than two I, questions, Sam. I know. <laughs> I, uh, I I decided to do entertainment uh, and before I knew what I was getting myself into. So, um, gosh, I was a very, very shy, uh, very introverted little kid. And um, my parents uh, basically said, you know, let's try an acting class. Maybe that will help her open up. And it did. (laughs) It was just really fun for me to go and pretend to be somebody else and kind of escape my own mind and, and try to be someone else for a while. I, I was in a, you know, I was probably six years old, so it was just like a constant state of pretend, you know, that made me feel really excited. And I loved, of course, all the attention that you get <laughs> when you're doing, yeah. a li- you know, live performance and people clap for you. And when you're a young kid, that is a huge deal. And so um, especially for a kid like me who was really shy and kind of insecure and, um so uh, I developed a love for that pretty quickly. And then um, I think my family really saw that it was something I was passionate about and, and you know, somewhat good at. And they continued helping me, uh, you know, down the road, which was acting classes, music classes, dance classes, TV classes, seminars, you know, special schools, and, um, and a lot of live performance. And I, I really actually gravitated more toward the music side of the um, business. I really wanted to be a dancer. Um, I loved musical theater, and that really, as I got older, became what I really wanted to do. And um, 
after I graduated from college, I went out to a musical theater school in New York called AMDA, which is the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, and um, really tried to pursue musical theater. I wanted to be on Broadway, you know, auditioned for the Rockettes and the New York City Nick dancers, and, um, you know, really wanted to do that. But uh, I fell down two steps of stairs and hurt myself pretty badly, and that kind of ended my dance career, and that's sort of how I pivoted into television. Um, I had an agent at the time in New York who was really well connected with the soap community. And he said, don't worry, you're soapy all over. We'll get you on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I, you know, I love days of our lives. I've watched that show every day of my whole life. And he said, well, they're on the West coast. Let's focus on the ABC shows that are out here. So I got to know those shows pretty well. Um, over the next couple of years. And, and in fact, uh, I had tested for the role of Mara on Guiding Light and um, was pretty far along in the process to play a babe on all my children. And I just kept getting really close, but not getting the job. And um, then when I decided to move to Los Angeles, I almost immediately booked a little three-day stint on Passions, um, yeah. which I think then – really led me to um, finally getting an audition at Days of Our Lives and the rest is history. So that's how that wow. happened. <laughs> wow. Cliff that's Note very, version, of course. Very, very interesting. And, you know, it seems that there's been quite a few people we've spoken with on the show over the years that have had some kind of medical issue come up that transformed them from either playing sports or dancing or something, mm-hmm. you know, in, in physical like that to yeah. uh, becoming an actor or actress. So, yeah, um, that's so interesting. You know, it's, it's good and bad. I mean, as long as you still love what you're doing, you know. <laughs> of course. I mean, I think at the time it was a little hard of a pill to swallow. But, um, you know, I think these things come along in your life to sort of put you in the right place. And I think – um, you know, when you're in it, it's hard to see that. But in retrospect, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me, career-wise. Yeah. 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 Now, why have we never heard, or maybe I missed an episode somewhere, because I have to say there was a short period of time I wasn't watching days, but why mm-hmm. have we not ever heard Belle sing? Did we? Oh, like, God, I'm a terrible like singer. Not, like <laughs> Nadia does, you know? Well, yeah. singing and dancing in some kind of show, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I was never going to make it as a singer, that's for sure. But oh, um, I could okay. sing enough to get by in a dance audition. Um, you know, dance, I don't know. I, I, I've always kind of wished that they would do one of those, you know, dream montages or something yeah. where you're dancing. And um, I don't know. I'm probably too old to do all that now, but. That would have been fun back in the day. (laughs) You're never too old. I think that would be a lot of fun. I mean, Days is known for the crazy, insane things that they do that normal, quote, unquote, uh, soap operas do not do. Um, That's true. Nothing's off in Salem. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So... um, well, congratulations, anyway, on 18 years of, of being on there as Belle. Um, it just seems to fly by for us. Is it the same for you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
you know, to be fair, I wasn't there for seven of those years. Right. So it right. seems it seems like I've been there a much shorter time because in reality I have been, but um, still 11 years is a long time and, and much longer than I thought I'd ever be able to or allowed to play this part. You know, you get a job like this and you're like, great, let's, let's do it for as long as they'll let me. <laughs> yeah. So I think the fact that they have, you know, kept inviting me back over the years um just been really wonderful it, it's uh every time is a vote of confidence and um i feel like every time i've come back they've given me more and more to do so it's been helpful in in making the character grow and yeah and e- even a, a new partner for hanky panky <laughs> <laughs> well you gotta spice things up sometimes right <laughs> yes well, yeah. the rumor going the rumor going around, which I know you can't confirm or deny, but the rumor going around is that Bella's going to be pregnant by EJ. So, oh God, um, <laughs> is that the rumor? Uh-oh, Hurricane oh, Sandy, uh, Hurricane Sammy. <laughs> yeah, man, that would be that that would yeah. be interesting for Sammy. Yeah, right. <laughs> no comment. Right, <laughs> you're better off. Well. My last question before I pass it on to my co-host is if you could bring someone back via Dr. Rolf mm-hmm. from your first years on days, who would it be and why? From my first years on days. I mean, I feel like everyone's still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, pretty, much. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I've always been... Uh, for as long as I've watched days, I've always been a Bow and Hope fan. So, I, you know, I just wish that, you know, we could get them back on the show and uh, and continue telling those stories because they're just a relatable couple that, you know, has that special magic, you know. You just don't get that all the time. So right. I'd, I'd bring them back. <laughs> right. Thank you. I mean, there's there's so many people that I know <laughs> – Probably watched the Beyond Salem with uh, with Bo and Hope being on there because it yeah. just, I mean they're they're that much they're that missed you know. Well, they have that. I mean, obviously, there's all the history wrapped up in mm-hmm. in them, and um, you know, it's been for for the most part the same actors playing it most of the those years, and you get really invested in that. But like I said, I I think not every couple or every set of actors in a couple has that special magical chemistry and, and they do. And it's, you know, palpable. You don't even need to say anything about it. You can feel it through the screen. And um, I, I miss that with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think that you have it as well. I mean, because when oh. you guys, when you guys break up, you know, there's a lot of unhappy <laughs> people, including myself. So, uh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously, don't don't put your yourself any lower because you're right up there with them. Um, no, that's very nice. Thanks. Well, now we're going to go on to David. David, go ahead. Hi, Martha. How are you? I'm good, David. How are you? I'm doing good. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So my question is. What are the differences in scheduling and taping days between mm-hmm. when you first began to the present day? 
Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. When I first started, we were airing about three weeks ahead of taping. So, I'm sorry, taping about three weeks ahead of airing. So, um, you know, anything that we would shoot at the beginning of the month would be airing by the end of the month. Now we are, gosh, how many months is that? I think we're maybe seven months ahead. We're shooting Valentine's Day right now. Wow. I want to say. Middle yeah. of February right now. So we're much, much farther ahead. And I think the the thing to really consider in that is, you know, we used to shoot five episodes in five days. And now we often will shoot um, eight eight episodes in five days. And that's how we've gotten so far ahead over time. I just can't fathom the time frame that you're so <laughs> far ahead, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, it could... It's tough because if you do, you know, interviews, it's hard to remember what you shot eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, honestly, it's the hardest on the wardrobe department because they're having to shop for us in opposite seasons. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. uh, you know, they're shopping for summer That's bathing true. suits in December. It's uh, it's really, um, they're, they do a great job trying to find all that stuff for us. Well, just tell them to pretend they're in Australia with the opposite seasons yeah. <laughs> and they can right. track that way. <laughs> good, good idea. That would be yeah. good. Yeah. So thank you for, for my second question mm-hmm. is how were your experiences working with Michael Caruso in Ladies of the Lake and Winterthorn, oh. which I love. Oh, yeah. Well, Michael and I have always had a very close relationship. We were, you know, the best of friends for many years. And, and, you know, we both moved away for a while and and lost touch for a bit. But um, he has, he's a great visionary. And he's very good at executing his vision, especially on a limited budget. So it's a a pretty unique skill. but I really, it's always, always fun working with Michael and Barbie, his wife, who has got such a, a, a knack for visual art, and she's a great photographer. And, yeah, you know, it was just a good, collaborative, very creative um, time when we were making that stuff. Well, we love well, everything that Michael does. So, you know, <laughs> and, and it's great seeing you as part of it, so, as both of them. Yeah, I mean, Winter, well, Winter Thorn, I wish there was more. Yeah, you know, the first time he I, – I met him and Barbie at the Emmys when my friend Lily and I were hosting the – well, interviewing on the red carpet. And we interviewed them because they were nominated for his other show, Divanity. And um, he asked me out to lunch with Barbie and they were were sort of telling me about their sort of general idea of what Winterthorn was going to be. And then he showed me a picture of um, feathers, like a shoulder feather dress thing. Mm -hmm. And he said, this would be like the vibe. And I totally understood what he was doing and where he was going with that. And it was just like kind of in that moment that we just really clicked. Um, you know, there are some people that you can collaborate with where you don't even have to really explain so much about what you're thinking. They just kind of get it. And I think right. that we worked really well that way together. Well, just an, a little FYI, if you want to say hello to Michael, he'll be listening to this later because I actually invited <laughs> him to stop for a second to say hi to you. 
Um, Yay! <laughs> but unfortunately, he's filming, so he wouldn't be able to make it. But he said he's going to be listening later. <laughs> okay, good. I was going to send it to him anyway. I know he'll get a kick out of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks, David. Next up, we have Carolyn. Hi, Martha. How are you today? Hi. Hi, Carolyn. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We uh, I don't, Do you do your own social media? Like Twitter? I I do. I do all of my own social media. I'm, a, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying a, to I'm scale a... back, Carolyn. <laughs> 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 I'm trying not to be on social as much these days, and I'm sure. Uh, yeah, we're, all, we're all trying. Well, you and I tweeted back and forth about the red coat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yes, that red coat. It's like such a, a, a interesting that that kept coming up. I don't think it was purposeful. <laughs> No, life of its own. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that they ended up with the red coat because you know it was like July when <laughs> that coat was already in my stock. You know. Oh. <laughs> um, Martha, I was sor- sorry to hear of your mother's passing. Thank you. Are you still active? Yeah, are you still active with the Muscular Sclerosis Society? Uh, multiple sclerosis. Uh, you know, I, um, I, not as much as I probably would like to be. Um, you know, my mom, uh, I, I really advocated for her for almost two decades. Um, she had multiple sclerosis and also uh, was diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia in 2012. However, uh, we learned after she passed away last year that she actually didn't have frontotemporal dementia. She died from Alzheimer's disease. Um, so, uh, you know, it got kind of stuck in like, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't know how to advocate for this anymore because, you know, I was so embedded with the FTD association, but now learning it was actually Alzheimer's. I don't, I just like, oh. don't know what to do with that. So. Um, why either the, way, why was there the confusion? Why was there the, the confusion? Are well, the symptoms the same? So frontotemporal dementia is um, essentially when the frontal lobe of your brain begins to atrophy and it really affects your executive function, speech, and behavior. And these were the things at the beginning that she was, um, you know, sort of showing was this very huge swings in behavior and very um, – uh, paranoia, a lot of delusional behavior, things that were very, very pronounced and out of character. Um, and so after many years, you know, they realized that this was a dementia and that, that that's what it was affecting. What we learned post-mortem was that she was exhibiting a lot of those dementia-related um, symptoms, but the frontal lobe that was being damaged was actually a long time damage from multiple sclerosis, which she also had. So it wasn't the cause of the uh, frontotemporal dementia was not the cause of her um, speech issues and behavioral issues, but the damage was the same. It was just caused by MS and not that specific type of dementia. All very confusing. I feel like I could go to medical school at this point in my life. what I will say is it's a, a very devastating uh, disease, and uh, my mother was an absolute warrior from top to bottom. Well, you were her, you were her caregiver, um, I said caregiver partner. Um, 
so you were uh, instrumental in her in in her keeping her going i would i would think yeah at times i you know i, I don't want to take a lot of that credit because my sister bo is actually her primary caregiver until we had to um put her in a professional uh memory facility yeah yeah well i can i'm sorry we just have to note this for a moment my sister who my <laughs> yes, her name is Bo. Yes, <laughs> I also have another sister named Allison. Um, I would think it's funny because of Allie Sweeney, but um, oh, know. honey, it was faded for you then. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I I thought she had said Belle, but I wasn't positive. I'm glad you asked, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, no. Our fans would not forgive us if we didn't right? mark that moment. Thank you <laughs> yeah. so much, Martha. <laughs> you bet. Um, my second question is, uh, during COVID, um, how did it affect your uh, chef sheet? And can you tell us more uh, about that? Yeah, uh, sure. So um, back in 2012, uh, my husband and I had a few restaurants and we over the next couple of years sold our restaurants and he started a technology company uh, that called chef sheet that assists restaurants in their restaurant inventory management. It's all pretty boring and technical, but it's, um, uh, it was a pretty successful business. And I think we all know by now that COVID really disrupted the restaurant and hospitality industry. Uh, we were actually about to open a, another restaurant in Dallas just before COVID shut everything down. Um, and, you know, it definitely affected Chef Sheet and the restaurant plans at the time. Um, and, you know, I'm a, a, my real job, my everyday job, I'm a vice president of recruitment for a hospitality recruitment firm called One House. Um, and all of our business shut down, too. I just think the whole world really shut down. Um, yeah. And it took us you know, about six months to get everything kind of ramped up again and trying to figure out what the new normal is going to be. And happy to say that now, two, almost three years later, we're back to normal. Oh, good, yeah. good. Well, you're a busy lady. You're a busy yeah. lady. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not, not, by, not on purpose. It just kind of happened oh. that way. <laughs> yeah. well, thank you very much. You're, uh, thank you're, you. Yeah, and um, we'll I'll I'll see you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very good. I'll be there. Thanks, Thanks Carolyn. Thank Next you. up, we have Sicky Poo Candace. Really? Oh, Sicky Poo. Why? <laughs> She's got boogies. I've tried not to laugh because my voice is literally going in and out, so I apologize. Aww. But yeah, I I work with children. So needless mm-hmm. to say, I, okay, I have two parents who do listen to the show. The, they gave me cooties. They gave me cooties. So. <laughs> <laughs> circle, they circle, dot, some, dot, Carl. Yeah. Well, it's, like, it's funny because I tell them all the time, I said, you know, especially, you know, they still like to wear their masks because we always decorate them. And I explain to them all the time is that we still have Mr. Jeremy still can affect everybody. I, I go like that route. And they was like, okay, well, Mr. Jeremy got Miss Candace, guys. Like, <laughs> mm, no. I'm sorry. Well, I have I an eight-year-old, so I know all about getting germs. Don't worry. Right. And I have, and <laughs> yeah. I teach um, 
I, I have the presses one that are turning into twos, and some twos were just turning to threes. Oh, that's so the worst term. <laughs> <laughs> but they give you the best hugs, too. It's like, oh, that's baby, so sweet. They're my babies. So, that's great. But, but it's nice to talk to you, Masa. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so I have two questions that are kind of going to, you know, make you use your brain. A little bit, okay. and it one does okay. include school. So, school has started okay. for a lot of our listeners' children, or some are returning to further their education. We want mm-hmm. to know: was there a teacher or two that helped make Martha into the sweetheart that you are now? Oh, that's I love this question. Um, you know, I was just recently honored at my high school. Uh, they have a, a wall of fame there, and I got to give this wonderful speech about one specific teacher who was actually a coach um, who was my everything in high school. Her name is Sonia Preston and she was our drill team coach. And, um, you know, she was, you know, my mom was a single parent and she was working at the time and my sisters were off at college. So I was very much on my own for most of high school. And, um, uh, and Sonia was, essentially my de facto parent she you know really helped me um you know deal with school issues and she was my dance coach and she really helped me train to become you know the best dancer I could become and we worked on competition skills and she was the first teacher to ever hire me to choreograph a a number and like pay me to to do a job you know with dance and it just she really fueled my um, passion for all things dance, and she also really took care of me at a time where I was, you know, largely on my own. So um, Sonia Preston is definitely one of the most influential teachers I've ever had. And then I had a wonderful acting coach at AMDA. His name is Mark Ryherd, and he um, he really, uh, I think, took interest in me. I think he saw something in me from the beginning and really um, helped me navigate the industry in New York and really get my, my feet on the ground in New York city and helped me find an agent and, and get my career started. So those two people really made a huge impact on my life. Oh, and I'm going to give them a round of applause too. Cause Yay. <laughs> like, I love hearing stories like that. It's just, especially because with this pandemic, you know, I think a lot of people have, have now realized how important teachers really are. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, even though teachers are important all the time, but I think during yeah. the pandemic, people realized, was like, oh, you know what? These teachers mm-hmm. really, they were there when, you know, the world was going, going crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely, you know, 100%. So, so shout out to the yeah. teachers out there. Okay. Yes. So the, Thank you for that. Second no problem. The second question I have is, what has been the best advice given to you that you can share with our listeners? Oh, wow. Um, God, I've been given so much good advice in my career. I'll tell you, the best advice I ever got um, was from a, a very, very drunk guy in a bar in New York City. <laughs> he said to me, this is when I was... Yeah, I was in school uh, studying dance and musical theater, and he said to me, what do you do? And I said, I'm a student uh, studying musical theater. And he said, what do you want to do when you 
grow up? <laughs> you know, they said, I don't know. I want to be a dancer. I want to be on Broadway, maybe TV, maybe movies. And he said, ah, you'll never make it. And I said, well, why? Whoa. And he said, because you don't, you don't know what you want to do. He said, pick something, make it really specific, and then maybe you'll succeed. And I said to him, oh. well, maybe I'll be on a soap opera someday. And he said, there you go. And <laughs> kept drinking. And I, re- I will never forget that moment. <clears throat> but wow. he was right. You have to get specific with your goals. And you have to really work for that one thing and, and see where it goes. So he was right. Good advice. Yeah, is, but he could have put it a little bit more nicely. <laughs> well, you know, he was drunk, so he spoke the he truth. He was wasted. They only, yeah, they always say when you're wasted or have alcohol in you, you speak the truth. There's like 25% of truth in what they say. That's right. That's, what That's I right. Told. But life-altering life advice by a drunk guy in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't make that up. There you go. Oh, you nope. can't make that up. Well, so. well thank Thanks. you so much, Martha, for answering my questions. Thank Absolutely. you, Katie. Those are good questions. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Anthony. Well, I Hi, Anthony. Like well. Well, I always like to go last. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the cleanup batter here. You know, speaking of drunk guys in New York City, Candace, you handed me the absolute perfect segue by asking the question that elicited the answer. Martha, you and I actually met. I, I'm almost positive that it was Maurice Crisis. I was with Erica Slezak's daughter and Chuck Watkins from One Life to Live. This is years ago, but you were so gracious, so cute and sweet. Um, oh, before I ask my so questions... Nice. <laughs> uh, do you remember? <laughs> no, I, it's okay I don't. You. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Um, before I ask my questions, I, I, I'm sure somebody must have told you this at some point, but I love a fun fact that in the year that you – or the following year, after you assumed the, room, the role of Belle, the name Martha on the list, the, the yearly list of baby names, jumped mm-hmm. from way down in the 200s to the 51st slot. You just missed making Martha the 50th most popular name for girls the year that you assumed the role of Belle. I well, think I assure awesome. you that I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> well, ask a lot of mamas out there, and they would say that beautiful, sweet, effervescent girl, Martha, is why I named my baby Martha. <laughs> oh, well, I'll but, take it, but that's so funny. I've never heard that before. Well, then you can take that, go look it up, and, and you'll find the actual Google facts, and you can take that to the bank, honey. Um, I will. My first, question, <laughs> my first question to you is a sort of a segwayed um, question. You know, you mm-hmm. assumed the role from, from someone that had made it extremely, extremely popular, and you wrote it through a bunch of storylines that made <clears throat> the character – even more beloved, even more central to the cast, even more part of, you know, the Salem history. And then at some point, um, you know, you had to transition your life. And and with the building of the restaurants and and moving your family Mm -hmm. and and finding a whole new direction, and then you come back multiple Mm -hmm. times. So my question is, you know, taking over a role like that, building it, making it your own, and then having to leave it and come back, what did that teach you about life, and what do you say to the fans out there who, you know, who followed you all along? That's a big question, Anthony. Right? <laughs> um, That's God. why I'm the cleanup girl. 
<laughs> I know. Okay. Um, well, the first part of that, I'll say, like I said earlier, it was always, um, I always felt like I got to play this role much longer than I ever expected to. So everything was always just a, a lovely surprise, you know. Um, <clears throat> as far as taking over the role, uh, you know, I think that I was so naive at the time. I didn't know how, I didn't know there was another way to do it, right? Like it was like sink or swim. You get thrown in, you're going to do your thing and they're either going to like it or not. Um, in my mind, I didn't expect anyone to like it for very long. So um, uh, every day was just a, a great gift. And, um, you know, leaving the show in 2008 was not something I wanted to do. Uh, you know, it was just, it is what it is. You know, characters come and go, you're out for now, and we'll call you if we need you again. Um, and then seven years goes by, and you think, well, that was fun. That was a period of my life where I got to do that one thing. I never, ever expected that they would ever call me again to do it. So it was a huge surprise to get that call. Um, and when I came back, it was different writers. It was Josh Griffith and uh, Dina Higley that were working together at the time. And when they brought the character back after such a long absence, it really felt like I was playing a completely different part because they had developed the character so much from what she was when I left. So yeah. it was yeah. almost like starting a whole new role, um, a familiar role, but, you know, the character was just very different. And, you know, coming back divorced and now a mother of a teenage daughter and she's a badass attorney and, you know, has more of an edge to her, more maturity to her. Um, so I loved that. I, I was happy to come back playing something that people weren't going to expect. But um, I don't think that went over really well. <laughs> I don't think um, people wanted to see Belle be a... Uh, you know, she had inherited all this money or, like, found all this money. I don't remember the, the story exactly, but um, I don't think they liked seeing her like that. I think everyone really wanted to see Sean and Belle together and happy and sort of the next super couple. And so I think we kind of went that route pretty quickly after that. Um, and I've just loved playing it ever since. And, I, you know, like I said, every time they call, I'm just super happy to go back. You know, I've been lucky enough to be on contract the last few years and um, and sort of – uh, have that security of, of always having something coming up. So it's been great. You know, and as Pam said, you know, the, the outpouring of, of people that were so happy knowing that we were going to be speaking to you today, it's, it's mm -hmm. a small microcosm of the fact, you know, every time you came back, every time you stepped back into Bell's High Heels, you know, there was such <laughs> a, an eager fan base waiting to see what was going to happen next. And I, I agree with you. I think, you know, the first time you came back, it wasn't quite what we were hoping for or expecting. But right. subsequently, you know, and you rolled with the punches, you made it work. You know, and subsequently we've gotten we've gotten what we wanted. But the fans have always, you know, you, you struck a chord with us. I, I, you know, some of us, mm. you know, to the fact that some of us don't even remember Kristen as Belle at all. I mean, I do a little bit, but you're Belle yeah. to us. Oh, that's, um, yeah. thank you. So my second question to you is going to be a fun one because <laughs> I, okay. if I come with a hard one, then I come with a fun one. Um, right, I'm, I'm going to mention a couple of names and scenarios, and I wonder if you'll just give us your off-the-cuff 
your off-the-cuff reaction when, when I mention names or scenarios. So, of course, okay. I, I first have to start with Brandon, Brandon Beamer. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, he's amazing. He's <laughs> one of my best friends. <laughs> Yeah, and he right. he said Allison. he said nice things about you. We interviewed him last or two weeks oh. ago. <laughs> Brandon's the best. I mean, he really he is my work husband. Like, really, really, we're just super tight. So, <laughs> all right, and the one everybody wants to know, Allison. <laughs> Allie Sweeney. Oh, well, I love working with her. She's a powerhouse. You know, I know when I get to work with her that it's going to be a big scene, and we're both going to bring it. And I think that we. Uh, we have fun when we do those together because it's always sort of a climactic <laughs> scene when we're together. <laughs> so. Yeah, game on. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Game on. That's right. You kind of touched on this, but mama-in-law Christian? Oh, gosh. She is a legend. You know, she is uh, iconic and will go down in the history books as one of the greatest soap actresses of all time. All right. And speaking of greatest soap actresses of all times, of course, Deidre. Yeah, I mean, uh, she is the greatest soap actress of all time. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Deidre is uh, like a second mother to me. She's uh, been a wonderful mentor and a friend and an advocate, and she's really taught me everything uh, there. So I couldn't love her more than I do. So we'll lump this one all together, but the ladies of Ladies of the Lake. Mm. Yes. Uh, well, diva, diva, and diva. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was really right. fun. That was a, a fun thing to shoot. Lily Melgar is one of my, you know, best friends, and um, I just loved working with everyone. It was really fun because, you know, Michael made it so stylish and stylistic and it was just a a fun hair and makeup experience (laughs) (laughs) so would lily you know would lily be the lady of ladies of the lake that you would advocate for having on days of our lives oh yes thousand percent i wish that lily worked with me at days we would have the best time (laughs) <laughs> we would be the two that would be getting in trouble for like talking on stage, you know, like I could definitely see that. All right. And last but not least, let's, um, I know you can't spoil anything, but Belle's current love life situation, what thoughts do you have for the audience on that? Well, I mean, here's something that a producer said to me a long time ago. And he said, if you want to be on daytime for a long time, you can't ever be part of a very happy couple. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the, the, the kiss of death in this, this industry yep. is being happy. <laughs> he said, you know, you have to have the drama. So um, I think the, the thing that we should all hope for is continued drama and knowing. Well, there uh, you go. Knowing, maybe Belle is pregnant with <laughs> While still knowing that Sean and Belle are the couple, right? So. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. All right. And, and the last name I'm going to drop is your actual fans. What do you want to say to them? Gosh, I mean, how much time do you have? <laughs> I would want to say. As long say, as you want to talk. <laughs> listen, the fans of 
of days and, and certainly of mine are the reason that we all get to do this every day. If we didn't have the, the devotion and dedication and the passion of the people who tune in every day and care so much about these characters, none of this would be. So uh, we're super grateful. Uh, I am very grateful. I, I totally know that the fans who have followed me and advocated for me are the reason I'm still playing this role 18 years later. Um, you know, my whole life has been forever changed because of this very long and wonderful experience. So very, very grateful. And I hope that everyone will follow us over to Peacock on September 12th, oh, you know uh, where we will, we will continue airing uh, for mm-hmm. hopefully ever. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, and you know, I signed up for my subscription good. yesterday, by the way. Yeah, it's very easy good. to do out there. You yeah, know, and, and they're running a special a right now. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to follow days the way we all do, you can get mm-hmm. it for two bucks a month for a year. So go do it because mm-hmm. it's worth it. Right. Marla, yeah. Thank you for answering you my questions, up. too. For a month, yeah, You're for welcome. a whole year. Yeah, so for the whole month of September, Peacock's running a special where you can sign up for 12 months for Mm $19.99. I think it's well worth it if you've invested 57 years in the show. 20 bucks for another year is, I think, a reasonable ask. And obviously, if we could continue bringing bringing it to you for free, we would. But this is the wave of the future. And and so we're going to all roll with it. And we hope you'll roll with us, too. And let me say that one more time. (laughs) <laughs> what, let me just mention <laughs> yeah. that, you know, there are, there are some people. Our soap on the air is so worth it. Absolutely. There's some yeah. people that uh-huh. are on the fence. And if you think about the $20 that you spend on whatever, a, a value meal or something for a couple of you and your family, um, just spend the $20 and try Peacock for a year. I will bet anything that you will be stuck on there and sign up after that. And it's not even that expensive after that. I think it's four ninety nine or five ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. $4.99 it's $4.99 after, after yeah. the deal. Yeah. Yeah. But, and and so, mm-hmm. about this. And I and, and I have to say this, not to cut you off, Pam. But also with Peacock, you know, there was an announcement made today. Uh that <laughs> That's right. to Martha herself is that the bay is going to be on Peacock. Oh, is that right? Uh-huh. Yes. I, I didn't yeah. know that. That's great. Right. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> so, you, you know, you're getting that. You have, you know, Encore Beyond, because it's been, today marks a year since Beyond Salem debuted for season one. You have Beyond right. Salem season one, season two, the Christmas episode. You got Days of Our Lives, you know. Same day episodes are currently still being aired until September 12th, where it's officially going to be the home. Not only that, hey, Jurassic Park fans, the whole library is over there. So there's something for everybody on Peacock. Come on, folks. That's right. That's right. And my understanding is that um, the whole uh, season 56 and season 57 will all be available on Peacock Mm -hmm. starting September 12th. You You can't really beat that. Like I said, it's a bell of a deal. (laughs) <laughs> it's a bell of a deal. We love it. Wanda, right. thank you so much for being so open and on and vulnerable with us and, and keeping oh, fun you. the way we knew you were going to be. Oh, well, mm-hmm. it's an honor to be here. I thank you so much for having me and uh, hope to see you all 
again soon. Talk to you all soon and see you on Peacock. Definitely. Yeah. See you on Peacock. We'll definitely <laughs> see you on Peacock. Thank okay, you, Martha. Have a Thank good night. You, bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. So um, also I want to say that what a lot of people don't realize, because if you've never watched anything on Peacock, is they have extremely limited commercials. If, yep, you're, watching, yep. if you're watching an hour show, you might get three, maybe four um, commercials, and they're only like 30 to 45 seconds. I mean, how many times have you watched another network? I know myself when I watch, um, oh, what channel is it? I can't think where 90 Day Fiance is on. But anyway, thank you, TLC. Their commercials are like five minutes long, and you get a ton of them. (laughs) And even on Hulu, when you're experiencing General Hospital, you get the first three commercial breaks are one minute and 40 seconds long. That last commercial break is 45 seconds long. When you go to Peacock, you're only getting one commercial per commercial break that they take. So you're getting mm-hmm. more bang for your time oh, space absolutely. as well. Watching it through but, but, Peacock. Hey, Anthony, but Anthony, you know what yes, else? Correct. You know what? Why else that this is such a great deal, okay? Soap fans, you know, we've been through this so many times on social media. Don't you just hate it when your soap is on and then all of a sudden you hear, this is a special report live from NBC News. We'll be back to this. Okay, guess what, Dave fans? Come closer to the phone you hear. Because my voice is actually on point right now. You won't get any interruptions. You won't get preemptions. You're going to get the whole, you're going to get the whole kitten caboose, okay? And wait a minute, and not only that, come closer, you guys, come closer. You know how Days of Our Lives sometimes cut certain scenes out of the episode and you find out about it, like, later, like, on YouTube? Don't you just hate when that happens? Mm-hmm. I know I do. Yeah. Well, check this out. You don't have to worry about that. Why? Because Days of Our Lives is going to extend their time period. Why? Because they can. What does that mean for you? More days of our lives content. Right? Exactly. And, you know, Martha illustrated something for us that, you know, a lot of our personal fans. I know, Candace, you must have gotten the question. David, Pam, I know I've gotten it. You know, if they taste so far in advance, how do they know? Blah, 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 blah. So Mm -hmm. at this point now, you know, we're looking at February, March for yep. the new production to mm-hmm. kick into place. But come that time period, we're going to see longer episodes. We're going to see scenes that are a little bit more fleshed out. And we're going to see, like we saw with One Life to Live and All My Children, a few years back when they experimented, and unfortunately the world wasn't ready for it, we're going to see yeah, they were ahead on soap time. that we want. Yeah, that we've always wanted to see on our soap that due to network and and constraints of advertisers and the time, space, and period that they can't do. They just cannot do it. So next summer, we're going to be looking at a days that really I think will be our ultimate soap fantasy. What we've always wanted to see on soaps that they can't do with the daytime constraint, 
We're going to see it with Days of Our Lives because they're going to have that freedom to play on the with Peacock. And and another thing real quick, too, is that I I just have to say this because I saw so many people say it, and I just really want to, to touch on it real quick. Days fans, NBC did not, okay, how can I say this? Days of Our Lives did not get canceled. Okay, let me kind of clarify this. It's sort of like the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons, as we all know the song, they're moving on up. They moved on up. Yep. They moved on up to Peacock Suite. It's still a part of the NBC family. It will always be a part of the NBC family, just not the television part of it. And like Anthony said, look, how many of us here have said something about Days of Our Lives? Like, we want Days to have better lighting. We want better, you know, stuff like that. The fact that Peacock, let me say this again, Peacock is taking interest in Days of Our Lives, and not only that, is using this show as a platform because guess what, folks? Get ready, because Peacock is going to go global. Mark my words on that. The fact that they're using Days as the the, the ship, the boat. And the launch. It's the launch of a new day. Watch out, Bold and the Beautiful, and we love you, and we love your global reach. Watch out, Bold and the Beautiful, because Dave is right behind you. And And, and, and and I'm going to take it back to, and real quick, not to cut you off, Dave, real quick. I got to do this because, you know, Ernest Phillips created this genre, and her show started on radio, and it transitioned to television, right? You guys remember the show, God and Light? I don't know if y'all ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. Ten Corday's dad worked on that show, right? Yep. Okay. In this month. We're now years later, right? 57 years later, and Days is about to go into another platform. I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but Erna Phillips is connected to Days of Our Lives as well. The fact that yep. one of her remaining soaps as well is about to go to a new platform, name another Sense genre, one. another creator, who, could, who, who does that? We're witnessing history. Yep. Yeah, We're part of again. history. Yep. So, yep. And I just, you, you know, I want to jump on that, per- that public service announcement bandwagon for a second. If we think about all the money that we spend to support our soaps, some of us are lucky enough to be able to go to fan events and spend, you know, a heck of a lot of money to sit and get an autographed picture and a selfie. Some of us order merchandise off of websites. But, you know, ultimately speaking, what is 20 bucks to give one year of investment? We keep saying as soap fans, we don't want to see our, our genre die. We don't want to okay. see it go away. This, this is a gamble. This is a bet on the future. I personally think it's a pretty sure bet. All my money's on red. Spin the dial. I'm ready to go. I paid my money to Peacock. I think this is definitely the wave of the future. If you care about Days of Our Lives or if you care about soaps in general, it's 20 bucks. Spend the 20 bucks and, and give them the opportunity to do what they can do so that we can continue to talk the way we talk and love the way we love our daytime soaps. Right. Right. And, it, and, and, and to think about to the people. Ahead. 
to the people that have been watching days since day one or for the last 30 years or whatever it might be for the longevity of it and because you love that soap so much and all its characters and craziness, what's $2 a month for a year just to test it out? Right. I promise yeah. you're going to fall in love with it because and, it's not just days of our lives for either that for that $2. It's not just days of our lives. There's shows on there. There's retro shows. There's original shows. There's movies on there. There's a million things to watch. You'll never have to watch regular things, TV again. Absolutely. And things like special events like the Olympics, like yep. the musicals that NBC puts on, like certain award uh-huh. shows. Not only do you get them and you can watch them at your leisure, you don't have to be stuck on a Sunday night having to go to work yep. on Monday and it's 11.15 and they haven't even gotten to the top asking and whatever kind of awards, you know, you can then pick that up tomorrow, the next day. But beyond that, they also have behind-the-scenes specials and red carpet yep. events. Right. When you spend that money to go to the Peacock Network, the, the Peacock app, you're getting – Tons and tons of content, and from what we're told, at some point soon, we're getting 56 and 57 immediately, September 12th, as it drops. But from what we're told, the entire Days of Our Lives catalog will be available on Peacock. So all you folks who want to relive Patch and Kayla, who want to relive when Maggie first appeared, y'all remember that? Maggie was not the Maggie that we know now when she first appeared in, in Salem. For all of you who want to go back and, and trace the progression, maybe you're tired. Maybe there's no more. Maybe you've been watched everything. There's no more shows left for you. Yes. Well, you know what? Go binge watch Days of Our Lives. It's true. Right. I mean, and, and, and no, and I more, and no more worrying about uh, setting your DVR either. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because it's going to be on at 6 a.m. So for East, you know, you, it's going to be 6 a.m. Um, Monday when it drops, sort of like with Beyonce, you guys remember waking up, well, I know I was at 6 o'clock because I was so excited. So that's when it's going to start. Also, I have to say this, too. Check your local cable providers because you guys may be paying for premium Peacock and don't even know it. I know yes. that, yep. you know, Xfinity, Xfinity, if you got I Xfinity, get it. please yep. check your bill. Cox I had to pay for it. Please check it. Like, and, and hey, your cell phone providers, T-Mobile. If you got T-Mobile, check, check, check for your Peacock special. Oh, yeah. See, I'm yeah, because I have, I have Comcast Xfinity, and I don't pay for, you know, it's included in my package. Yeah. So I don't pay so, any additional money. And, and, and here at Take Two, look, reach out to us. We will help you. We will help you with we the will. transition. We are. Yes, we will. You know, remember AT&T? Reach out and touch. You know, reach out and touch. We don't have the right to it, but <laughs> we are put here. A comment, and, put a yeah. comment on our post. And for those who are not technologically savvy, whoever existed entering the tech world, it is, I promise you, it is very, you can do it on your computer. You can do it on your phone. You I'm can do it on your tablet. Tutorial. And and we can help you. Put a comment in, and one of the five of us will respond and walk you through getting it. If, if you care and you want to follow the Salem world into Peacock World, we will help you. Please reach out. And, and I'm going to tell you something. CBS fans and ABC fans on Friday, and this is legit, 
on Friday, hashtag Days Days on Peacock, because there's some younger Ruffles Bold and General Hospital fans that will be watching the final episode this Friday on NBC, and they also are going to be watching it on Monday. That is how the community works, folks. That is how the soap community works, and that's why we roll with it. Yeah, we got to yep. band together. And kudos to the, those soap fans who have never watched a day of Days of Our Lives, who have committed to watching Monday, Friday, and thank you for bringing that up, Candace, because I think that's a great yeah. movement. Kudos to everyone who said to themselves, I care enough about this genre. I'm going to give this show the boost because it might be my soap next. It might be The Young and the Restless or General Hospital or Bold and Beautiful who are the next streaming platform, devote, you know, move at <laughs> All right. I wonder so. if they're thinking about it. All right. Well, I guess that's it for tonight's show. We were going to do soap recap, but uh, Candace, uh, her call dropped, and I know she's not feeling well and wasn't going to stick around. And uh, Anthony has a prior appointment, and Will is dealing with some. Will is dealing with something personal, and so we're just gonna stop right now, and we'll we'll be back again, of course, to do a regular show. But stay tuned because we have some more great interviews coming up. We don't have specific dates yet, but I am working on them. Um, and with actors, I am thrilled to death to speak with that I didn't think I'd get a chance to speak with some of them. So you just never know who's going to come up on Take Two Radio next. Right, guys? Yeah, absolutely. And we love all the work you put in, Pam. Thank you for being our mama, our leader. David, love you, Candace. We know you're off already, but love you. And our gay sure. queen. Were you so happy to speak to Martha, girl? Yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. And don't worry about all these fans. Uh, wait till they... Uh, are subjected to the separation anxiety. Right? Yeah. Oh, wait. I have a question for Carolyn. Carolyn, the phone. I have a question for Carolyn and Anthony. Yes. I have a question. Carolyn, did you and Anthony make a date yet to to get together to install Peacock in your your, (laughs) house? Carolyn, I'm available whenever you need me. Whenever you need me, honey, I'm ready to go. But I think we're making a date to meet in person um, around Halloween because I will be back in her area around that time. Stay tuned for details. Well, Carolyn, it's it's easy peasy, so get on it, girlfriend. And if if not, give us a call. We'll help you. Okay. Well, Natalie. All right, said, everyone. Uh, yeah, Natalie said to, she says uh, when you get home, uh, get on the show, get on the show. And I said, well. They're bugging me about Peacock. She says, well, when I get home, I'll, I'll help you with Peacock. So <laughs> I'll, be getting, I'll, be getting on, I'll be getting on it. <laughs> no worries. Okay. No worries. All right. <laughs> all right, We're everyone. We'll be back it. next Thursday with a regular <laughs> show. We love you all for listening. And a uh, huge shout-out to Martha. What a great interview. Martha, 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 we love yeah, you. We, we love do. You, Martha. We love you truly. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. <laughs> Good night, right, everyone. Take, Good night, everyone. Take care. Bye for now.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.